One of the guys that I coach is a gentleman named Josh, and you've probably seen him on my webinars. He's a financial advisor. He runs a fi financial services practice. And you know what I love about Josh, in, the, in addition to just being a great guy, a great financial advisor in his you know, family-owned business, he's a great leader. You know, he knows how to lead through a crisis. And I had him on uh, the Leading Through Chaos webinar, and we were talking about you know, how he was leading in these times. What, what, what was it that he was doing to keep people on board? Because, you know, we've been through nine, 10 weeks of some rough stuff, haven't we? I mean, the market has, has been through it. The economy has really been challenged, small businesses. It's been so hard for us to keep our doors open. I mean, I know at Rooftop, you know, we primarily focused before the pandemic on live events, keynotes and trainings, and all of that was canceled, all of it like a whole year. And so, you know, I really get it when we talk about this, this, this massive economic pressure that's been put on organizations, teams, and businesses. And one of the hardest things that we can do during that time is to keep our book of business healthy, to keep our clients on board. And that was something that Josh has really been able to do a great job of. He's been able to maintain the relationships and more importantly, the relevance of his practice to the people whom he serves. And I think that's one of the most important things we can do in this new time horizon as we talk about human connection in spite of the new normal. You know, from early June to Labor Day 2020, how are we keeping our clients on board with all of this economic turmoil that's happening, all of this uncertainty? And I think we can. But one of the things that I believe it has to start with is the mindset that the relationship is the asset. You know, I teach this to the Green Beret students at Fort Bragg when I teach in the schoolhouse and I teach it at Fortune 100 commercial banks. The relationships are the asset. They are your greatest, greatest off book asset, according to David Knorr in his book, Relationship Economics. And I learned at a very, very early age as a young Green Beret that the relationships are a precious resource that allow you to pursue other transactions and outcomes over time, right? But the relationship has to be at the epicenter of what you do. And I think for how we keep our clients on board, that's a major mindset. We have to realize that the relationship is the asset and relationship building and relationship maintenance is a team sport. This isn't just reserved for our relationship managers. This is everybody in the office from the supervisor down to the administrative assistant. We're all responsible for the relationship and we all play a role in that client relationship. And besides, I think a lot of our relationship managers, our RMs that are out there today, <clears throat> don't even have the true visceral fundamental understanding of what a relationship is at a primal level and what it takes to maintain it. So let me share a few thoughts with you on that as we go through this very weird time of things starting to open up and, and your clients trying to decide whether to go or whether to stay. I think it's imperative that you understand, again, the pictures in their head. What are you doing to really try to meet them where they are, not where you want them to be? And get clear about what movie is running in their head right now. What's the narrative that they're telling themselves in the quiet moments when everyone else is asleep? What's keeping them up at night? And if you haven't asked your folks that question, then you're probably not ready to lead them into the next phase that we're in right now. 
So what are the specific pain points that your clients are dealing with? And I want to ask thoughtful, open-ended questions that are going to get me to that level of understanding, even if it's two-thirds of the conversation. The more fundamental understanding we have of where our client is, the more we understand the level of relevance and the role that we want to play in that because that's the key. It's all about relevance. In times of crisis and in times of uh, uncertainty, humans follow the leader who is relevant to their goals and relatable to their pain. That's just what we do. And we've been doing this for a quarter million years. But in this you know, modern era that we live in, we've become so disconnected from our nature that we are full on transactional and we don't even realize that it's our job in time of crisis to be relevant to the other party first and tend to the relationship the way you would to my, like my garden that's off stage here, right? And tend to that thing even in the rough times. And the way that you tend to that relationship will determine what you look like on the other side. And so what is the narrative, the story of your organization as you gain a deeper understanding of where your client is in their journey of hardship and struggle and vision, what's the story that you're then going to tell them that helps them understand why you are the most relevant to that journey and why you can relate to the place that they're in? And if you don't have a story like that ready to go and you're not asking the questions that get you there, I think you're gonna get what you pay for in, time, in terms of your book of business as we go through this very weird period that's coming right now. I will share another little tip with you. When it comes to building trust and relationships, the best time to do that is when risk is low. So in other words, the organizations and teams that valued relationships on the left side of the pandemic, they're probably leveraging those relationships and enjoying them right now. It doesn't mean they can sit back on their haunches, but that social capital was established in the moments in between and it's leverage when risk is high. If you try to build a relationship when risk is high that is mostly transactional because you need some stuff or you don't want your business to fail, you're in trouble. And you can see it on digital marketing right now, can't you, Wes? I mean, everywhere you look, there's these people trying to be transactional the same way they were prior to the pandemic where they think, oh, you know what? I'll do a 20-minute video on how we're all in this together and then I'll sell you some stuff. It doesn't, it doesn't work, right? It just, it doesn't work. And, and so, you know, it really is about getting the pictures in their head, getting a sense of where they are, and then having a narrative that encapsulates what you're about in this new time, and then working over time in this crisis, because it's too late to try to build a relationship in the normal way right now. The, the, the second best thing we can do is we can add, we can be of service to people in this time of crisis. That's another way that we can build trust even in the middle of a crisis, even if it's a prospect you've never dealt with before. You know, we made the determination at Rooftop that we were gonna, for the, you know, for the foreseeable future, we were gonna do webinars, video series, eBooks, anything we could put out either free or at a super low cost and then proceeds going to veteran-owned businesses so that we could serve first. Because that's what we were raised to do as Green Berets. And we've taken that tact and that has been amazingly helpful and it's given us the relationships and the connections and the trust of other constituents. So now we're a tribe, like Rooftop is part of this badass confederation 
of servant leaders who value impact and human connection, and we're making our way into this new normal, and we're establishing relevance so that we can continue to serve on the other side of it. I invite you to take the same approach, and it's still not too late. There's still plenty of room for leaders who lead their businesses that way. But I think it's a determination that you're gonna serve first and be willing to serve those relevant constituents even if there's no transaction right now. There's plenty of people in my coaching program who I've, I've comped or scholarshiped because they're great leaders and we need them right now. We'll figure out the details later. And I'm not saying that you do that to the detriment of your business. You gotta put cash on the table or food on the table, but there's a lot we can do in service of others first, and the rest will work itself out. Finally, transactional uh, tunnel vision it will kill your business. If you can't pivot, if you can't adapt to anything other than just, hey, here's my product, how do you like me so far? You're gonna go the way of the dinosaur, right? Because people are not there right now. They're trying to figure out their own journey and where they stand and what your relevance is to it. And they're gonna choose you before they choose your product. And our, our authenticity meter picks up exponentially when times get rough. So having that transactional tunnel vision is not gonna help, right? It's about looking at the other party, understanding their goals, the pictures in their heads, really leaning into that, having a narrative that shows your relevance to it, and pursuing service first as we go down this road. If you can do that, I think you'll find that people will follow you to the rooftop, not because they have to, but because they choose to. And that's who's gonna be on the other side of this thing. So thanks for what you do. Remember that fear is contagious, but so is leadership. I'll see you on the rooftop.